and welcome to Please Don't Make Me Watch Cinema Corner, episode two. Ooh. Bonus episode. Ooh. Today we're going to be talking about the newest release from Pixar, Toy Story 4. Yay! So I think I'm a bigger Pixar fan than you are. I think that's a strong claim. I don't know. I think, like, I I love them with the I mean, you don't like. I mean, you're not a fan of things like Up and stuff. I do like Up. I actually rewatched Up over Chris at the oh. summer holidays, and I cried. It was very traumatic for me. Up is Up is. I, think I up didn't is my like favorite. Up because I'd seen it once in the cinema and I didn't really understand it. Like I didn't mm. grasp it because I think I was with my dad and I was like, I'm not like, I don't know. We just yeah. didn't. I didn't get it. But this time, Jesus Christ, that film is so upsetting. Oh yeah. And, in, and in, I can't Inside really Out, I think, was my favorite film of the year that it came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Out is maybe my favorite. Yeah. Toys oh, I don't know if I can say that, actually. Toy Story 3 is my favourite of the Toy Stories, though. No, Toy Story 2. Oh, no. See, Toy Story Toy Story 2 of the original three, I think, is my least favourite. How I, I do love, you say I that? Love to, I love all three of them. I think all three Toy of them Toy Story excellent. is my least favourite, actually. I do. Oh. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Toy Story. 3, t 3, 1, 2. Oh, I think I'd go. Oh, intriguing. But to so Toy Story 4 has come out this year. It's still in cinemas now. Um, and essentially... Okay. Pre-warning, spoiler alert for this film yeah, and for the Toy Story get off, saga. Get off this podcast yeah. if you haven't already watched them. Yeah. No, if, or you're like planning to watch them and you don't want spoilers. Feel free to stay if you're going to watch them. And you don't, don't mind, mind spoilers. spoilers. But we are going to spoil not only Toy Story 4, but Toy Story 1 through 3 as well. Because we have to. Uh, so Toy Story 4 picks up where Toy Story 3 ends and the toys are in Bonnie's house. Yay. Who is the girl that they're all given to at the end of Toy Story 3 in that heart-wrenching scene. Potentially traumatising, I would say, that scene. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, not as traumatising as the furnace scene in Toy Story 3, where... No, but... Oh. When I was in the cinema, I would sit oh. in the cinema, uh, and then in when it got to the furnace scene in Toy Story 3, someone stood up in the cinema and screamed, No, Pixar, you can't do this! Oh. I was like... What, I a, feel, what, I, a, what a film. What a film. So yeah, Toy Story 4 picks up where Toy Story ends and sort of kind of starts with Woody. He's being forgotten a bit by Bonnie. He's not, but he's gone from being Andy's favourite to sort of being one of Bonnie's side toys. He's not. Yeah, he's not the favourite anymore. There's actually a really nice interaction between him and like Bonnie's baby toys when oh, he's in the cupboard. yeah, and the baby toys are like, oh, you're in the cupboard now. now. I mean, she touched me once. It was oh, wonderful. It's so sad. Do you know what we are? You can't see, but we're sitting next to my bed because professional. Woo! And my toy cat is still here that I've had since I was a baby. Yeah, I mean, I've. Um, I haven't uh, forgotten him. Yeah, as you heard in episode. I'm not a traitor like Bonnie. As you episode 13, I've, I've just moved fat, but I have also brought my giant cuddly vegetable. I have a giant cuddly broccoli that my sister got me that has moved flat with me every time I've moved. Um, and so he's now in my new flat. But. Then Bonnie, on her first day of kindergarten, makes a friend out of a spork that she calls Forky, and then brings it back. Forky is voiced by Tony Hale, and then Woody kind of tries to integrate Forky to make Forky realise that he's a toy. He keeps going, I'm trash. I'm, I'm trash. trash. Hi, I'm Forky. I'm trash. He's basically having an existential crisis. crisis. And it's great that he's voiced by Tony Hale. A trash or a toy. Yeah. And they can't work out, and Woody basically takes on the responsibility, which no one asked him to yeah. do, of making sure that Forky is there for Bonnie at all times, because, you know, Woody Bonnie cares about Forky. the child, and Bonnie loves Forky. Um, and then they end up going on a road trip 
they end up at this sort of town with a carnival. They're going, they're going, they're like traveling in an RV and they're yeah. planning to do a little tour and they end up staying at a town with a carnival in it. Yeah. Like by a camping site. So they go to the carnival and then it's revealed that like, oh my God, Woody spies in this, in yeah. this antique shop, potentially the love of his life. Yes. Which is Bo Peep. Yes. Who we saw briefly in previous films, but... So Bo, Bo Peep's a major character in 1 and 2, and there's a line in Toy Story 3 where Bo Peep gets donated. It's like, yeah. it's like people we've lost on the way and Bo Peep's one of them. Yeah. And you actually see at the start of Toy Story 4 Bo Peep getting donated. Because obviously you see in the initial first two that Bo Peep is one of Andy's toys, but actually it turns out that Bo Peep is one of Molly, his sister's toys. Yeah. So that, that's kind of an interesting way of looking at it and then it's an interesting way of reintroducing Bo Peep but she wasn't in the third one. Yeah. Um, and she like then also they find this creepy doll called Gabby Gabby who's in the antique yeah. shop and she like mysteriously wants Woody really really badly for mm. some nefarious purpose of her own. She has loads of like creepy Chucky dolls who help her and yeah. then he finds Bo Peep and it turns out she's a massive boss and like yeah. just doesn't belong to anyone and does what she wants. Drives she... around in a robotic rat. Yeah. And she's just awesome, and she wears trousers now because she's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's two of the carnival toys voiced by Key and Peel, which who, are very funny. Who are called who are Ducky and Buddy, who are hilarious. But this cool. basically brings me on to my major problem with this film, which is that we've just had to introduce you to like fifty hundred new characters. Why do they keep doing this? The core mm. characters are enough. Yeah. They are the best. We love the dinosaur. He was barely in this film. We love the pig. He was barely in this film. Mr. Potato Head, where was he? Mm. Slinky, where was he? Jesse, had barely any lines. Buzz and Jesse, never really got to see their romance blossom after no. Toy Story 3. I was furious. Where was Spanish Buzz? Where were all of these great characters who we were got to know and mm. got to love? I understand that introducing new characters is like fun and I yeah. liked all of them. I'm not dissing the new characters, but we focused so much on them mm. that we got absolutely no time with the core characters who I love. Mr. Hedgehog, an, an excellent character who was introduced at the end of last film, played by Simon Callow, got one line and it was the best line in the whole film and it came at the beginning and I kept waiting for Hedgehog to come back. Yeah. Mr. Whatever his name is. Mr. Pricklepants. Mr. Pricklepants. Okay. Why do I know that? He's amazing and he was like, I'd yeah. rather play the shopkeeper as much more to my temperament. And you're like, yeah. this character yeah. is one of the best characters he, you've he, ever created. He, he, also, he also has the best line in Toy Story 3, which is, Sunnyside, that place is ruled by a vile monster who smells of strawberries. Timothy Dalton, that's who plays yeah, it's him. Yes, Timothy. I was, thinking, I was thinking, it's I not know. Simon Cowell. It's not Simon Cowell. Timothy Dalton, the best character of the new character. Yeah. And he's just flung aside. Mm. And I think I think this film is really interesting because I think the first three, a lot of them, I think all three of them are about their relationship to children. Mm. Whereas I think this one is about the toys and the toys only. And I find that difficult. I, I didn't like it. I, it took me it took me the longest time to get on board with this. I think this is my least favourite of the four. Yeah. I still really enjoyed this oh, though. I'm not gonna lie, I had a great time. I yeah. loved the film. I if this had been a standalone film, I would have really liked it. Yeah. I felt it betrayed the principles of the Toy Story films, mm. which made me angry afterwards. Yeah. I mean I think for me, I thought Gabby Gabby was a good villain, but she has a thing that has happened with a lot of modern villains is that then suddenly there's a redemption arc at the end. I was like, no, just keep her as the villain. Yeah. 
Don't make her this like, oh no. Don't make her such a character. Like I like that, but it's actually just another complication that we have mm. to add on. Yeah. Commit to the fact that sometimes mm. you just want to destroy people. But I, I will say, the scene where she finally gets picked up by someone. Oh, that was That is such a sweet scene. That was actually the only bit that I felt, yeah. I, I think, I think. That hit me. And I, I also, I really liked Ducky and Buddy. I just really enjoyed them. Okay, so they are the best new characters, I would say. Ducky and Bunny, Key and Peel, they're so attached. Funny. They never realise they're attached. They're these big, like, plush great. Ducky and they're Bunny. They're just very funny. And they have, like, kind of, if we go and do this, and then lasers, and they have this massive dream sequence, and everyone then cuts back to the walls, telling them, like, what are they doing? Yeah, they are fantastic. My dad really liked them as well. <laughs> um, I think that... I also, to, be, to credit to him, I really liked Forky. Oh, I liked Forky. I, but the thing is, this would have been a great film if it was just about Forky mm. and the normal toys and how they dealt with that. I feel yeah. like this film had so many strands that all could have been mm. really good, but mashed up, it was like too. It was too much. Yeah. I, I would have like Toy Story two or whatever. They introduce new characters, but they integrate them. Really they well. integrate them completely. And the they, same with Toy Story three as well. And, and that yeah, and there's a villain and they're defeated. It's just like yeah, it feels mo much more cohesive. Yeah. Whereas this was like oh, we're not only going to question like what is trash and what mm. are toys, but also like do toys even really want to be played with? By kids. Yeah, do like, they do they need a kid? Yes, they do. And I think I think I think the lost toy angle was an interesting one, but it was just another layer on top of this. This film felt very overstuffed. Yeah, massively. And honestly, the ending I just felt completely betrayed. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the ending. So again, spoiler for Toy Story 4. So the ending is um so Gabby Gabby gets picked up by someone. A child at the carnival, and they're running back to get to the uh, Bonnie's RV uh, with Forky. They get Forky on. Buzz reaches out his hand to Woody and Bo Peep, and Woody doesn't go. Well, Bo Peep is like, no, I'm not going to go because yeah. I'm a lost toy, and I like prefer to be a lost toy. And then there's been whole this like whole relationship set up between Woody and Bo Peep because you like supposed to fan girl them getting together. Yeah. And then Woody's like, no, I'm going to stay with Bo Peep. Like my time has come. I've like looked after enough mm. toys. I'm going to stay with Bo. Begin a life finding new owners for lost toys, mm. and it's like, no. Every single film of this trip, what is it? What quadrilogy. It? Quadrilogy has been about Woody explaining why children and toys go together. Mm. The whole point is that they go together, and I know that that's what he's dedicating his life to is like bringing children and toys together, but. It just seemed like utter bullshit that he would. You set up this yeah. whole group of toys who are best friends. It's all about his friendship with Buzz and Jesse and like all the other toys and how they work together. And you're mm. gonna be like, oh no, we're just gonna ditch them for a girl, for yeah. like a love interest. And it felt so wrong. I didn't feel that with the ending. I, for me, it was because the whole way through, especially the scenes between Woody and Forky, like Forky's going on, like he's trying to explain to Forky who Bonnie is, why mm. Bonnie matters a lot to him. And then there's one moment where he slips and he says Andy. Because it, I think in his mind, he's still Andy's. No, he's, I know, He's I know. not, he's not, and I mean, I think it's shown at the beginning is that he's being left in the cupboard. Bonnie is not choosing him to play with. But so she, I, but I felt that was weird because that only happens once. And then the rest of it, she seems very happy to have him and stuff. But I, I, I feel like he, I think he always, in, not in the same way, because if you think about like, Buzz wasn't... Buzz is introduced in Toy Story 1. Yeah. He is not kind of one of Andy's ride-or-die toys. And also it's kind of implied in Toy Story 2 that Woody is a much older toy than Andy. Yeah. Um, Jesse and 
Bullseye were, kind of became Andy's at the end of Toy Story 2. So they have, I mean, also when they're all kind of in Sunnyside in Toy Story 3, Woody's like, no, we've got to get back to Andy. Yeah. And I think for me, it was kind of that thing is like, if I go with these guys, I'm not going back to Andy. And this is my way that I can sort of be, f be free of that kind of angst. That's how I saw the ending. I just felt it was like... I just, it just annoyed me that he was, like, ditching all of his friends. Mm. Because I felt like even though he cares about Andy, he cares about the other toys. Mm. And it just felt like, oh, no, bye. And then they were like, maybe we'll see you the next time we come here. As if you're going to come here again. Don't be ridiculous. You'll never see them again. No. It was so upsetting. But I, I, feel, I feel like he's also realised that... I think he always saw himself as, like, the leader of that group. And I think he realised when they go to Bonnie that they he's don't the need anymore. him as that kind of leader figure. Yeah, but because bon I think Bonnie has her own toys. Like, so she's got Mr. Brokeback. She's got um, the dinosaur, her dinosaur, voiced by Kristen yeah, Schaal, who is another that. character who I feel like was underused in this. Massively underused. Um, and then she has. I'm so sorry, Dolly. I'm just reading the cast list. There are some hilarious in jokes that I did not realize. So, there is a character called Melephant Brooks, who is voiced by Mel Brooks. Uh. There is a character called Cheryl Burnett, who is Carol Burnett. There's Bitey White, voiced by Betty White. Oh, those are the baby toys. Those are the baby toys. Carol Rhinoceros. Carl Rhinoceros is Carl Reiner. These are hilarious. These I can't believe I didn't... Sorry, carry on. Just, that no. was funny. But I think, I think, like, with Bonnie's voice, she's also got Dolly, and Dolly gets a bit more screen time in this instant toy story, and yeah. she's wonderful. I like her. She's just a bit like, what if we burn them? I'm like, yes, Dolly. Because you, you imagine kind of, like, it's sort of a cute, like, butter my doll. It's going to be sort of cutesy. No, let's kill them. Ah. I, 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 I also thought the portrayal of Bonnie's dad and Bonnie's mum was really interesting. Yeah. Because they deliberately made it like, um, neither of them were like, both of them were a little bit chubby, neither yeah. of them were like super hot. Um, they're mixed race, mm. Bonnie's mixed race, you find out. Um, just loads because of Because you, like you only ever see Bonnie's mum in Toy Story 3. Yeah. And here you see dad and he has like glasses. Oh, she has glasses, sorry. It's a very different portrayal mm. of parents than you usually yeah. see. But I think also that, that kind of carries on from Toy Story 1 because Toy Story 1, Andy's dad is not in the picture. Yeah, of course. Like, Andy's dad has clearly upped and left or has died. Yeah, something's happened. Or there's uh, there's a theory that Andy's mum is a lesbian with, and I don't know where that comes from, but... Uh, well, fine, okay. I'm like, cool, great. Um, but, so, so I think, again, one thing that Toy Story does really well is sort of showing kind of it shows like a family as quite normal, but also not a family that you generally see in a kids' film. As yeah, well. I thought that was cool. Um, but I think one thing with Toy Story Four that I think visually it's it it's Pixar. It's going to look great, yeah. especially all the carnival, all the lights and everything. Um, and I think also in the antique shop, they make it look really creepy. Yeah. Oh, one person who I cannot believe you have talked about is Keanu Reeves in this. Oh, yeah. As Very Duke Kaboom. So he's basically a big evil Knievel wind up motorcycle doll. Who's rubbish. Who's rubbish. And... He's very funny. He is clearly having the best time doing this. Keanu Reeves seems to just be living his best life at the I moment. I know. And it just... And every time he was on screen, it was hilarious. Yeah. Every, every time, I just thought... The thing is, all the new toys are good. Mm. Gabby Gabby's an interesting character. All of her creepy Chucky dolls, interesting yeah. characters. Boo Peep's three sheep are very funny. Oh, um, Forky. Yeah. Oh my god, the little... What's her name? Inspector. Yes. Yeah, tiny little doll. Like a Polly Best Pocket. friends with Bo Peep. Loved her as well. 
all of these characters I'm big fans of, I just felt like... They were introduced at the expense of the old Yeah, one. we never... And it's like, why can't you introduce us to a new world of toys and then at the end, leave that world of toys as you left it. Yeah. Leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but photographs, same principle occurs. You go in, we get to experience it, and then we go away, and it's like, maybe they'll visit them again. Where are Barbie and Ken in this? Barbie and Ken stay at Sunnyside. Oh shit, I forgot about that. I love Barbie Yeah, no, and no, because, because, Bar because basically... But again, they... that's fine then. So, Barbie yeah. and Ken, fantastic characters, but we left them somewhere, yeah. and I can accept that. Now you said they're at Sunnyside, I'm like, fine, we won't see them again. Mm. But it annoys me that we have... It seems like we take a new group of toys, all the other toys get forgotten about, and then we just have to separate them because, like... And then some, oh, Woody's just betrayal of everyone. It's like you went through a fucking burning thing with that. Yeah, that group. They, you almost died with that group and you're just going to be like, nah, bye guys. I, for me, I think it could have been fixed because a lot of the film is focused on like Woody and Forky trying to get back to them. There's not a lot of the group trying to find them. No. Which is different from with... Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 3 in a way, especially when like Woody goes back to them being like, guys, run. Yeah. Like, you were meant to go in the attic. This isn't, like, nothing Nothing with band was meant to happen. And it's, and it's a way I think it's kind of... I didn't, I didn't mind the ending as much as you did. I... I didn't think it was the way that I would have ended the story. I think I would have... I would have ended it with, with Woody going back. I would have been like... I would have had Woody go back and be like... He loves Bo Peep. And that's obviously yeah. super important. And love is great. Equally, he loves doing, he loves his mm. friends and what he does, as in look after yeah. children, more than he loves it. And practically to me, I understand that he has a sense of purpose, like matching toys and lost mm. and children up, but I don't think that Woody would be able to survive long without having a child but I think, for I think him. He, he wasn't getting that with Bonnie. No, I understand that, but he's the, that's what I mean about the way he leaves feels yeah. really like he's... And also, he's constantly Bo Peep's sidekick. Mm. Like, in a way that lots of women are in lots of films, they completely reverse it. They don't make them equal. So Woody seemed to be, like, basically generally incompetent throughout the whole thing. And Bo, like, has to order him around and stuff. Which is fine, but it makes me think, like, is he really going to enjoy this? I wouldn't enjoy just, like, ditching all of my friends for, like, okay, a couple of new friends. Yeah. And then being ordered around by someone constantly and being told that I'm, like, not good enough. And then not getting played with by a child. That sounds weird. And if I was a toy. <laughs> yeah. I, I find that... I don't think he'd like that lie. I, I mean, it's, it's, this is the thing. is I feel like there's sort of a lot of people saying, oh, is there going to be a Toy Story 5? I wouldn't no, think there isn't. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. It's over. My brother thinks they've set it up to be Toy Story 5, though. Because when they're like, maybe we'll see you again one day. And it'll be like, they come back to mm. him or something. Because an interview with Tom Hanks, where Tom Hanks was like, I don't know if there's going to be a Toy Story 5. Like, Actually, they haven't they haven't said to me, there is going to be one. So I can't speculate that there is going to be one. The thing is, I really would have liked it if they didn't do Toy Story 4. And I love the new characters, but I could have lived without them in my life. Mm. But also, for me as well, kind of looking at the positive of Toy Story 4, they didn't botch it. No. It's a good no, film. No, no, no. It's good. It's just Toy Story 3 was... So much better than anyone anticipated. Yeah. Like, as in, we were all like, oh, Toy Story 3 is going to ruin the whole thing. And then it was perfect. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I think, Toy I Story think, 4 just felt like... Yeah, oh, with Toy Story 4, like, Toy Story oh. 4, I think, you might disagree with this, has the best Toy Story villain in it. Toy Story 3? Yeah. Lots of oh, is the yeah, best Toy Story villain. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, introduction of new characters. He smells I... like strawberries! <laughs> A monster who smells of strawberries. 
Best life in Toy Story 3. Oh, um, Prickle Pants. Just, he needs his own film. A spin-off? I'd go see Prickle Pants the movie. Yeah, I would as well. In lights! Finally! Well, I mean, in, in the kind of the sort of the Pixar blooper reel that they put at the end of their films in Toy Story 3, he does have this like, to be or not to be, and then the aliens are doing the lights. Oh, I love him so much. Yeah. Also, just where was Spanish Buzz? Where was Spanish Buzz? I also love that Jesse's taller than Buzz and they're still going out. Yeah. Also, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. The reason Toy Story 2 is so good is because of those characters. Yeah. I think there's a I'm reason. I'm your that angry Mrs. eyes. I think there's a reason that Mr. Potato Head isn't in it. Oh, Mr. Potato Head isn't it very much because he's voiced by Don Rickles and Don Rickles unfortunately died. Oh! So, but someone couldn't impersonate his voice. Yeah. But this is the thing. It's, it's I mean, the same thing happened between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. The actor that originally voiced Slinky died, oh, and they Slinky. replaced him with someone else. Yeah, because people can impersonate voices pretty well, can't mm. they? And also, I feel like kind of Slinky was just a kind of southern accent. Yeah. Like a kind of Louisiana sort of Bayou-esque southern accent. Yeah. But I think I don't think Toy Story 3, I don't think Toy Story 3 is a stain on the Toy Story franchise at all. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. No, I agree. It's not a stain. I, I don't, I, for me, it doesn't ruin the other three. I'm forgetting the ending. If I could forget the ending, I would have So you'd it. stop watching when Gabby Gabby gets picked up? Yeah, that was great. And then I'd be, then if they just made it so Woody went back with them, I'd be happy. Mm. And then they could have shown her the bit with Bo, like, helping Lost. Yeah. You know, I would have been, I'm very up for Bo, what Bo does. I appreciate her. Great character. Like all of her sidekicks. Great stuff. Equally, Woody should have yeah. been there. He doesn't belong there. He won't enjoy himself. He thinks he should be with his friends. But for me, it was like he was. He didn't feel like he belonged at Bonnie's either. But I, I would have cut that bit out. Yeah. Because again, I think it's an opinion. unnecessary sideline. Mm. And I think it makes it too easy almost. Because they don't show his real friends at yeah. all in the film. Mm. They only show the new characters. And because at the beginning they make it seem like he's not a favourite toy. Even though it does seem like he's still vaguely in it. Like she still includes him in stuff. Yeah. And then... Because they like and all these bloody storylines, so you're like confused about what's going on. And he loves Bo, mm. even though they're making it out to be a really difficult choice. You know that he's not going to go with them because yeah. that he's had spent no time with his friends at all, and he's like in love with Bo and whatever. And it would have been a much more interesting decision if it had been like wholeheartedly between like what I specifically want in my life and a person that I love, yeah. which is a really interesting dynamic that they deal with adult movies. Mm. But it became instead like more com it became so much it was like well you're not gonna have a good time anyway was, so i might as well go with the person and it should have been i, I would have liked to be clearer and then to be like he makes a decision based entirely on that rather than being like well a bunch doesn't like him anyway so well i i i, I think i liked the muddiness of it i liked the complication within it i think i think it was it was a direction i didn't see it going yeah and that's why i was so infuriated uh, i don't mind it no but i think i think i think you enjoyed it less than I did. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. I just don't... As in, it's nothing to do with my enjoyment of it. I disagree with it. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. I still enjoyed the whole movie. Fair enough. I felt emotional when he left, even though I was like, this wouldn't happen! Ah. But yeah. But anyway, oh, well. thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Cinema Corner. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on Toy Story 4. Yeah. You, can, you can DM us on Instagram, we're at Please Don't Make Me Watch. Uh, you can tweet us on Twitter, we're at Don't Make Me Watch. And you can email us your thoughts at Please Don't, don't Make Me Watch at gmail.com. Oh my god, we're so on it. Oh, yes. And you can find all of our previous episodes plus some um, like 
previous cinema corners and TV and time. Bonus if you episode. want to hear our thoughts on if Beale Street could talk, for example. Or Reports Drag Race. Or Years and Years. All of those kind of things. They are up now and they're on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean Google and Play. Google Play. And generally podcast providers. Woo. So, hope you have a good week. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye.